In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. From the epistle, quote, Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the hearts. And then shall everyone's praise come from God. We say in the Nicene Creed each week, he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead. Today's epistle gives us some sense of what it will look like when he comes. When Jesus comes, he will reveal things that we cannot now see, including the thoughts and motives within us that lie beneath, sometimes covered by our outward appearances and actions. There is a cosmic significance to this uncovering, this revealing. Scientists tell us that despite advanced telescopes and microscopes, there is much of reality that we cannot see. As one scientist said, quote, we know that dark matter makes up about a quarter of the mass energy of the universe, but we can't see it optically and we don't know what it is. The coming of Christ will reveal external cosmic mysteries as well as internal human ones. God made a world in which the deeper meaning of things is hidden. And some of these things that are hidden can be discovered by ordinary science and some deeper things can only be discovered by those who seek them through faith. Faith is a particular form of augmented vision that enables us to see hidden things. The Bible uses the word mystery to describe this process by which hidden things are revealed. St. Paul calls himself in the epistle a steward of the mysteries of Christ. A mystery in the Bible is something that was once hidden, but has now been revealed in Christ to those who have the eyes of faith to see it. Our word sacrament comes from this word, this Greek word mystery. We refer to the Eucharist as the holy mysteries because the Eucharist reveals to us things that are hidden from ordinary sight. And this is, incidentally, the meaning of the word apocalypse. <clears throat> when we think of things that are apocalyptic, we often think of destruction. But apocalypse means uncovering, revealing, to unveil, to make known. The Eucharist is a mini-apocalypse that prefigures the great apocalypse at the end of time, when Christ will uncover everything and make all things known. The epistle says that people are, in a sense, also mysteries. There is something hidden about us that cannot be seen by the eye, namely the counsels of the heart. Our opening colic gets at this. It says, Almighty God, into whom all hearts are open, 
all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid. This is what the coming of Christ will reveal and make known. Since we can only see what is visible, we often fall into the error of judging people merely on the basis of outward appearance. In the epistle, St. Paul is defending himself against this very thing. Apparently, despite the great wisdom and knowledge we see in the epistles of Paul, St. Paul was not a great preacher, and his appearance was not impressive, and some criticized him for this. In response, St. Paul says, judge me on the basis of whether I've been a faithful steward of what God has entrusted into me, not on the basis of my oratorical skill and physical appearance. Since appearance is the prevailing standard of judgment in the world, people go to great lengths. They spend a lot of money, time, and effort to appear beautiful and successful. However, many people who are outwardly beautiful are inwardly ugly. And many people whose outward appearance doesn't grab our attention are inwardly beautiful. As Isaiah says of our Lord, he has no form or comeliness. And when we look at him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. We are drawn to Jesus because he is good and holy. Many people have the appearance of success, but their outward success is built on dishonesty, on the mistreatment of people, and the products and services they offer aren't good for people. Other people do not have the visible signs of success but they love God with all their heart and soul and mind, and they love and serve their neighbors. This is what the coming of Christ will reveal. The world judges appearances and possessions. God judges our inner motives and the impact our behavior has on other people. The coming great apocalypse will reveal the mystery of people. On the day of judgment, the outward appearance of beauty will be stripped away. And when there is, where there is hidden ugliness, it will be shown as it really is. Conversely, inner, hidden beauty and holiness will be manifested in magnificent resurrection bodies and in a glorious outward appearance. We will see things as they really are, not merely as they appear to be. This is why we should avoid judging people on the basis of appearances. We cannot judge another rightly based on appearances because there's so much we don't know about them. We don't know where they've come from. We don't know what they've been through. We don't know the particular burdens they carry. We should learn to esteem people on the basis of faith and virtue. 
based on how much their lives give glory to God and serve other people. For this reason, rather than judging other people, we ought to get uh, to know them, make the effort to uh, find out more about them, to uncover the mystery of their person, rather than a snap judgment based on appearances and prejudices. Why not a cup of coffee in an attempt to get to know someone? Who are you? Where do you come from? What do you struggle with? How can I help? The Son of God left his throne and came among us to save rather than to judge. To whom did he reach out? A woman who'd been divorced five times and was with yet another man. A crippled man who was sitting by the pool of Bethesda for years. Lepers. A blind man. Is that what we're doing? Or are we too busy judging other people to be Christ for others? We should esteem ourselves in the same way. We should be much less concerned about the acquisition of money and things and much more concerned about the pursuit of holiness and the practice of virtue. As St. Peter writes, quote, Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart, with that incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. And again, as St. Peter says, quote, be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. We should learn to judge ourselves rightly. We often feel guilty about things that aren't even sins while being unaware of our main affliction, which is our failure to trust God. We often focus our confessions on outward and obvious sins of the flesh while missing entirely our greater failure to love other people, being unaware of the many people we have hurt. As Jesus says, we strain a gnat and swallow a camel. Spiritual growth requires that we grow in our understanding of the mysteries of God and also grow in our understanding of the mysteries of ourselves. The more we see God as he really is, the more we see ourselves as we really are. This revelation comes to us through prayer. To make a good confession, we need to pray. We need to spend time in God's presence and ask him to reveal to us what we need to know, what is really going on in our hearts. This is how we prepare for the coming of Christ. Quote, who will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and reveal the counsels of the hearts, and then everyone's praise will come from God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.
Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Make you better. 